Jackson. Yeah, that's Randy Jackson. <laughs> Welcome to Shame Watch, a guilt-free dive in those massive movie feelers that we hate to love. Each week, we look at a movie that either we or our guests love, but society shames them for. We peek in each nook and cranny for every bright spot, keeping public at bay while watching the movies like the miracles that they are. Today, we're diving in deep and exploring our sexuality and opening up our minds to new cultures and sexual experiences with this 2004 Euro trip. That's great. Yeah, that was off the top of my head. That was off the Uh, dome? That was good. Yeah, that That was was real good. I literally, I did some improv. Uh, That's better than the final third of the movie. (laughs) We'll get into that soon. Uh, I'm James Fight. Uh, With me, to my left, is... Aaron Salinas. Or... Aaron! God, that sounds so cool in the headphones. I just really like it. Sorry. And next to him is... Kenny Madison, Chief Archivist of FlatFilms.com. Each week we put out a podcast called Shame Watch. But, hey, <coughs> you did a real one. Thank yeah, you. I always do a real one. Yeah, you're right. Uh, and our, today our special guest is... Chris Collings. Yay! Yay! Well, Chris, you, Chris. Uh, you. what's your deal? Lo- Tell us about <coughs> you. Local comedian, actor, dare what? I say, raconteur? What's raconteur? Mm. I think that's being a little generous, but I'll take it. I'll take it You've for sure. You've genuinely gone viral, though. You've gone viral? Yeah, probably. A couple of different times, a couple of different things. Yeah. That's I can't decide what, I, what it is I actually want to do, and so I just do different things every now and then, and sometimes they just take off a little bit. A veritable renaissance man. Yeah. 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 Uh, stand up. Uh, you've also written uh, film, short films. Mm-hmm. Uh, you nice. produce short films, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. How did I not know about this? Father, about you, Chris. Father. Father. Father, yes. Father. Husband. Husband. I have been married. Uh, my wife and I have been married for almost 19 years. Wow. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. That's In cool. a row. Hey, that's even better. <laughs> not pulling a Grover Cleveland. <laughs> you weren't doing that Michael Jordan, just dipping back and forth. <laughs> just constant. That's right. Wow, man. Congratulations. That's, awesome. that's really awesome. Thank you. Us. Thank you. Yep. Wow. And we all met at the Institution Theater. We did. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. A fine, fine institution it is. Indeed. Yeah. It is. Yeah. It uh, certainly is. God bless Tom Booker. And God, God bless, bless Texas. Texas. Yep. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so... Wait, you've gone viral. I know you've gone viral for tattoos, right? Tattoos? Oh! Sure. Tattoos, yeah. yeah the short yeah, film. Yeah, yeah, short yeah. film. John's yeah. short film. Oh, that's right. Yeah, John wrote that. Uh, Samantha Ireland, who was on your pod uh, She's great. a couple of weeks ago. She's my friend. Ago. Yeah, we know she was here. She directed and starred in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I was a producer and uh, didn't help very much. But uh. hey, you're on the creds. You're in the creds. That's you what's are. important. Yes. We won. Uh, what did we win for that? We won best comedy at the Austin Indie Film Festival. For oh, that's awesome! That wow. Gem. Yeah, that's super dope, man. Yeah, Congratulations cool. to that. Yeah, it was cool. Husband of 19 years. Yes. Producer of an award-winning film. Wow, mm-hmm. man. What mm-hmm. don't you do? Father of 19 children. One for each when, year. Yeah. One for each At year. Every year of marriage, we just try to stay on schedule. That's how we know <laughs> yeah. when our anniversary is. <laughs> you don't want to lose track. It's just much easier that way. Right. We gotta go. We gotta go. <laughs> Come on. Come on. We gotta pop out another one. Yeah. Well, that's awesome, man. Congratulations. Yes. Uh, let's not forget about my viral song celebrating Norwegian Constitution Day called My Oh My, It's Sutnamai. Didn't I have Mike in it? Or am I thinking of something else? Mike Oldenburg? Uh, I brought him up on stage because he's uh, also Norwegian once when I played it at the Institution Theater in front of a crowd. Of. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, it's so weird. So the... 
the town that I grew up in, uh, Williston, North Dakota, is has a huge uh, Norwegian, Scandinavian, and German heritage, and you know my family in particular is uh, you know uh, Norwegian descent, and I was just I got a I got a ukulele one day, mm-hmm. and. <laughs> I, I didn't know how to play it, and I was like, well, like I could take lessons, or I could learn some songs, or I could just make some sounds and then write my own songs over the top of it, and that sounded a lot easier. Than that. <laughs> and so, yeah. so anyway, I put this song together, and I was like, you know, that, that's not actually not half bad, and I recorded it, and I put it up on online, and uh, so... Sutnamai means 17th of May in Norwegian. Okay. okay. I mean, and, you don't have to explain to us. <laughs> I know. I'm, sta- I'm stating the obvious. Thank you. Uh, From but, South for, Texas. but not, maybe not everybody listening yeah. right. knows True. that. True. But so everyone true. in this room definitely knows that. We yeah. know Norwegian culture backwards. Plenty of Norwe- Norwegian culture in South Texas. In right. Plenty. Yeah, exactly. And uh, it, I mean, it gets like tens of thousands of shares and listens like around that time a year really every year wow. it's got several hundred thousand views wait where can it's, we listen to it it's on facebook yeah, you can find it on my facebook oh wow it's on youtube also yeah that's <laughs> yeah it's it's the like i said it's the most random damn thing you ever, ever did here but it it's really fun and i get uh every year in middle middle of may i get these uh i get a, a number of friend requests on facebook from like old norwegian grandmas that uh, live in uh, live in madison wisconsin or uh, minot north dakota and wow. <laughs> and, wow. and they're you know they have uh, 85 friends and it's all of their you know Aww. sisters and grandkids and then they're like oh this guy he seems so nice you know <laughs> let's let's friend request him yeah, that's spectacular. That, that's a yeah. very Midwest thing, I think. A very Northwest or Northern Midwest thing. That oh man, that was a great accent, by the way. Yeah, well, that was, yeah, <laughs> took me took me years of therapy to get rid of it. Don't, <laughs> don't mix my Midwest with his West. Okay, no. I feel Definitely. like there's too much Midwest. I don't know wh- how's it broken up because to me, I'm Ohio. There's the mid, and then there's the West. Yeah, it's very simple and <laughs> cut dry. It's not. <laughs> it's very easy to follow, Aaron. Because like Kansas is Midwest, but Correct. Ohio is Midwest, Correct. and there's thousands of well, miles and between this there. Is the thing that's kind of frustrating because if you're not on either the East Coast or the West Coast, I feel like everything in the center is considered the Midwest. Correct. Yeah, and, and then except Correct. for like which ma- is thousands and thousands and yes. thousands of miles yeah i don't know like, why we're all arguing about these semantics it's very cut and dry because <laughs> i feel like pa part of pa considers themselves midwest yeah, yeah, yeah. probably yeah. right yeah and then, but then yeah, Idaho, pittsburghers, pittsburghers don't consider themselves east coasters no at all. they like, they are midwest. Part of the midwest but if you're closer to philly <laughs> then you're east coast so really there's only new york city Correct. The rest of the country until Los Angeles is Midwest. Correct. Yep. And then once you hit Georgia and Alabama, that's the South. The South. Yeah. And then there's Texas, which is its own state. Right. Wait. So they're trying to see. What are the Carolinas? Everything on the Gulf Coast, uh, and Oklahoma South. Yeah. I always and heard Arkansas. I always yeah, heard Arkansas. east of Dallas is the South, west of Fort Worth is the West. That's right. what I, as Texans I was always told. Well, Texas is wrong. We are Texas is Texas. We're our own country. Um, but yeah, what I, are the Carolinas? Which ones? What? Well, the Carolinas. Yeah. North and South. Are they? They're the South. Are they the is East Coast? Is the North and the yeah. South? Is the South and the South? Yes. yes. What, what about think, Virginia? Yes, so, Vir- I mean, Virginia was the the line. West correct? Virginia's Virginia. Midwest. 
No, south. Virginia was definitely officially think, the line I back think in West the, Virginia the day. Yeah. Might be considered south though. But West I'm Virginia, I thought, seceded from... West Virginia might consider themselves to be more Midwestern. Yeah, because they're the ones who didn't like well, slavery. There's only there's only <laughs> that, one way to find it out. Uh, James, create a new Patreon goal. Yep. I have $50 <laughs> per Wait, month. We will on. interview every uh, West Virginia person. There's only about 15. I actually so have a buddy easy. in West Virginia. Uh, if I make, make a caveat, we only interview females in West Virginia. That way we can call the podcast West Virginia Mountain Mamas. Ah, oh, that's good. What's Idaho? <laughs> Uh, what is Idaho? It's is that Midwest? No, 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 that's not. Or is Midwest. that or is that PNW? I actually Pacific lived Northwest. there for a brief period. That's of time. Mountain Time, and I can tell you, I have no idea. It's, <laughs> a, it's Mountain it's Time. The, it's like the Mountain West. Yes. Right, okay, yes. so like Wyoming, Mount, Colorado, yes. Wyoming, Colorado, Montana, the, the right, hills, right. Midwest. The, no, no, it's no. Right, the Midwest. Midwest. <laughs> exactly. Midwestern values. Yeah. So painful. You know, this all really ties to Euro trip because uh, he's from Ohio. Well, yeah, we are taking a trip. Fun fact. He's in Hudson, Ohio, which is an hour and a half away from Bowling Green, Ohio. God damn it. We're never going to get away from this city. The Two Hill Town. And he is the president of the Ohio fan club. That's that's correct. (laughs) Manchester United. Oh, that's so great. Which is also fun because that's my favorite uh, soccer team. So that's a nice little nod. Uh, Do they consult with you? When yeah, you were 11? In, yeah. in, that oh, explains yeah. your consultant credit on this film. You know, I didn't want to bring it up because I don't like to brag. <laughs> Humble brag, but it's there. Yeah, it's out in yeah, the yeah, open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. 2004. Did, also to connect it more, uh, I had a soccer tournament in Hudson, Ohio. I think this is the one where it uh, snowed. We played in snow, and then the next day it melted, and we played in a mud pit. That might have been Mass in Ohio, too. I always forget the two. But I played soccer in both of those places. Which makes sense, because it snows in the Midwest. Correct. Yeah. But it doesn't snow in Philadelphia, because it's not the... I, I really no, hate it. No, it, it snows there, too, but yeah, it's, it's, it's still the Philly. East Coast. Oh, yeah. I don't get that. Also, Philly is trash. <laughs> okay, real quick. Hey, okay, jeez. <laughs> what do y'all consider South Texas? I'm curious, because... Mm-hmm. Uh, probably the border. I'll take that. Okay, <laughs> yeah, that's where I'm from, so... Anything... Yeah. South of Austin. No! No! Because I hate that San Antonio calls himself South Texas, and it's not. It's not? They So, I consider San Antonio like the, the northern, the start of South Texas. Once you're past San Antonio, then you're in South Texas. El Paso. No. No. No, that's no, no. west. That's, that's west. Well, Texas. hold on. It's, it? in the, it's in the song. Yeah. The West Texas town of El Paso. What song? Marty Robbins. Chris, what are you talking Marty about? Robbins! <laughs> Marty Robbins, James! Uh, uh, I'd sing West it, Texas but you guys would get Paso. sued. <laughs> it's true. We would. We, uh, Aaron, doesn't San Antonio actually mean South Tony? <laughs> oh my no. god. Are you sure? I'm, I'm positive. <laughs> deadpan on that it, 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 that's where we That's where we uh, host the, the Southern Tonys that New York traditionally hosts for Broadway, but we host now, it in San Antonio. Please welcome. Southern Hamilton. (laughs) 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 But with mariachi costumes. (laughs) Because, like, 
Because UTSA just got a football team and they just got a band, and they call themselves the Pride of South Texas, Who? which my university has held the title of oh, Pride of South Texas. College shit. Okay. It, 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 Kingsville? It, King, thank you. Yes, we sir. Get it. You went to a four-year <laughs> university. You got a degree, unlike some dropouts here. Um, Chris, sir, I just, I just spent $36,000 on an 8x10 piece of paper. That what? is all that happened. <laughs> What made me go to college? And what graduate? made you go to college and graduate? Unlike this filthy animal, I'm pointing at myself. Right. Is this gonna? Oh, it's gonna be one of those episodes now. <laughs> yeah, um, this is my therapy session, y'all. I was, no, I don't. Just uh, create a new Patreon goal. So <laughs> James 50, goes to therapy. At 50 uh, patrons, James, we won't put out additional content. James will just be able to go to therapy regularly. <laughs> oh, yeah, I go once a month right now. It costs a hundred dollars per session. Oh uh, yeah, uh, actually, St. Ed's is going to start doing fifteen dollars sessions. I saw. Also, that's, that's, that's I like my person. She's yeah. great. We'll see. What? Well, what see does that mean? Negotiate. <laughs> no, she's really great. Once I get my sweet UX job, then I can pay her no, more money. Yeah. Uh, but so, why did you bring this to the table? What? Yes, you love this movie. I do. But you're also shameful of this movie. Yeah, yeah. Let's I, dive into both that. of those things. So, <laughs> uh, I think. So the first time I saw this movie was after my wife and I had gone on a European adventure. Oh, a Euro cool. trip. Yeah, a Euro trip, if you will. A European vacation, if you will. <laughs> and we went to, uh, we actually spent a lot of time in Eastern Europe on that mm. particular trip, but we rode those trains. That scene where the where the Italian guy comes in. Scusi, 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 Like, like. Flashback. Strange. Oh man! Like at no point in time was I, you know, sexually assaulted on a, <laughs> on a train. I mean, that's good. Yeah, but uh, people will just walk in into your cat. Like there's really? three, of you, and then somebody just walks in and just sits down in your little cabin. And you're just like, hey, <laughs> oh, buddy, <hola>. ciao. <laughs> What country are we in? I don't know, I don't know in. what country we're in. I don't know what language we speak. Because that's the weird thing about like we. Everywhere we talked about, uh, you know, laying out the U.S., everywhere you go, everybody speaks English. There's a goddamn Home Depot and a McDonald's, and the shit's the same from coast to coast with minor regional differences and slightly weather, bit of weather differences, uh, climate the, differences. For the viewers at home, Chris is just smashing holes in Aaron's walls. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it's for the ventilationist. Goddamn, stop me in here! <laughs> Chris, put down the sledgehammer. Put down the sledgehammer. <laughs> no! <laughs> uh so <laughs> what was i saying you you're you, sit on, you, you fall you get on the train in poland you yeah. fall asleep you wake up two hours later you're in slovakia or austria or some shit they speak a different language this is before the euro uh, was, oh. was standardized everywhere it was a different currency a different exchange rate it was wow like, what is happening here? Oh man, that I wouldn't even be to the check stop in West yet <laughs> if I was going to Dallas, and I've already gone through three distinct cultures. <laughs> well, I didn't even consider, but yeah, that's oh yeah, because like I forget how big Texas is. Yeah, Texas it's, is big, Aaron. It's about the size of Europe. much of Europe. It's we have a mini. It's about Europe here. the size of the Westwood Mall. <laughs> Which is why France and Germany have always been allies. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good bit, too. That was a really good bit. That, but, uh, but yeah, I remember... 
Uh, Istvan, he's a, he's a friend of the Institution Theater. I think he listens, too. I remember he grew up in Hungary. Mm. and he Oh, was, yes. Yeah, he was like, I, uh, I used to... Uh, uh, I had a band growing up, and we would tour, and he was like, we'd have to go to, like, you know, neighboring countries. And, I was, and to me, that's nuts. Like, mm-hmm. like it takes, you know, 10 hours to get out of Texas. He's like, yeah, you just go an hour, and you're, you know, in Romania, or you're in another country. And I was like, wait, so what, like, what do y'all, like, those are two different countries, two different languages. And he's like, you try to figure out each other's languages, and if all else fails, you try English. Right. Wow. And I was like, what? To me, that was nuts. That Like, yeah. he's like, and it's it's not clear, and it's not perfect, but... That's like the agreed upon, hey, we're going to try. And I was like, that's nuts. But like, it's it's so in- interesting that there's so many countries. I just wanted to throw that tidbit in there. Yeah. That there's so many countries just smashed up in that one little region. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which really showed me a lot from this movie. This well, was my first time with this I mean, one, there's the a lot of diverse viewpoints in the film Eurotrip. And uh, mm-hmm. Chris, one of the things that you might not know, I don't know if you've listened to the <coughs> podcast before. It's just kind of vague. Uh is that we like to add a little bit of context about why someone might feel a little bit of shame about the things mm-hmm. that they bring. So I pick a review and read that review to give someone just a little, just the tiniest bit of context, just a little bit. We call this part of the show the context. Oh, yeah, clever. Yeah, yeah. right. So it really brings it home of what we're doing. Uh, cut to tile card, uh, center it's aligned. A, uh, the a, context. It's an audio. It's, it's all audio. It's not, uh, the typeface no. No. will be Helvetica Bowl. It's an odd medium. Audio medium. Cut so. to Kenny, uh, cowboy nope. shot up. Not, yeah, wide. Not, oh, yeah. We're gonna no boom up needed. into uh, an extreme close up of his mouth. Boom up is a thing. While it all. is, that's not. A yes, boom. it is. Like, that's why I learned in boom. film school You're in Bowling Green boom. State University. No, boom. because a boom is when you uh, keep the uh, the the camera static, but it's going up. Like it's like a it's like a tracking shot, but going up vertically. That's I'll, I'll talk talking. to Sam Mendes about this, see what he says. Yeah, you're, you're tight buds with uh, American Beauty director Sam Mendes. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, uh, like who this. says what about this movie? Uh, that's a great question, James. In a review titled Eurotrip mm-hmm. from David Keyes of Cinemaphile.org, uh-huh. published in 2004. If that's even a real thing. I mean, it, it is. I found it. <laughs> okay. I mean, if I mean, you say so. It's on. I, I pulled this from Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. So, mm. credit, credit, uh, Cite your sources, please. I, David M- Keys M- MLA format. at Cinema fi- uh, Keys comma David <laughs> <laughs> review colon Eurotrip. What year? Two thousand four. Okay, I was ten. Okay, <laughs> I was I don't know twelve. And I was in couples counseling with my wife at the time. <laughs> First wife. It's understandable. You wanted to go to Wyoming. She wanted to stay in the Carolinas. It was, it was, it was, a, it was whole a whole big thing. thing. I'd been married for three years already. Hey, congratulations. Congrats. And I was only 14. <laughs> Y'all do and things different in North Dakota. Dakota. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Well, my wife is from San Antonio. So. Oh. Ask her if she considers it South Texas. I mean, I'm say the name, South Tony. <laughs> South Tonio. Yeah. Uh, Turning this thing off. From David Keyes of Cinemaphile.org, real website, published in 2004, Eurotrip is pure cinematic awfulness, a long and devastating lapse in judgment that is beyond hope for anyone who dares to witness it. I cannot easily remember a film I have loathed more. To say that the movie is a spectacular achievement of cinematic torture would not do it justice. Attending it was a regrettable experience, and I pity anyone who will pay hard-earned money to sit through it. The premise, 
if you can call it one, deals with four friends who go backpacking in Europe after their high school graduation. Scott, uh, uh, Wizkid Scott, is determined to make a relationship with his German pen pal, a woman whom he has had intimate contact for a long time. Because of this, he goes overseas with his horny teenage friend Cooper, and there they meet up with twins Jenny and Jamie, who began backpacking in European nations just shortly before. The majority of the time is spent with the four friends as they venture through specific points on the map and immerse themselves in their surroundings, including hardcore bondage clubs, poverty-stricken towns in which pocket change can get you a four-star hotel room, escaped convicts, little kids pretending to be Hitler, and gay exhibitionists who also double as stalkers. And that's just the first half of this overwrought trash. The material is enforced with such spite and carelessness that even basic chuckles seem unwarranted. It doesn't help matters, furthermore, that the audience gets bombarded by four screen personas that are easily among the most unlikable in teen comedy history. Sexist, stupid, clueless, and hormone-driven incompetence who in the real world probably wouldn't be able to find their own way across Europe even if the maps were tattooed to their butts. Rating Zero stars. Whoa. I think my... Wow. I, I mean, I think he nailed it. <laughs> I, I've so noticed... What do you love about this movie? <laughs> Real quick, I've I noticed love doing... everything that Kenny just said about it. <laughs> it's precisely what is awesome about it. I've noticed during this podcast when Kenny reads the context, our guests have two distinct reactions. Either one is like, no, no, come on. <laughs> yeah. Or exactly what Chris is just nodding and grinning from yeah. ear to ear. Just like, yeah, yeah it, that's, that's what's awesome. Right. Like, <laughs> exactly. Uh, exactly. And, uh, so why do I like this movie? So that's a great question. There's there's the things in the movie itself that I love. We can talk about those. The DreamWorks logo. Then there's the yeah, you know, like where does it land in my life and why? How does that impact my love of the movie? Mm-hmm. And so I talked about the first part where it had come out just after my wife and I and her brother had taken a trip around Eastern Europe. So a lot of the the tropes, if you will, were a lot more familiar to me. I, I might not have gotten them if I hadn't hadn't done that. Oh, okay. Right? Um, but they were really fresh and really familiar, and I thought it was hilarious. Um, then we have this uh, – my wife and I have been fortunate to have this uh, large extended friend group that we've uh, – that we all kind of moved to Austin at the same time. We've all kind of grown up here together. Um, and this has become a holiday movie for us when we get together. Oh, wow. Um, we're like, you know, when when you get them out five drinks in on Thanksgiving, it's like, bust out Euro Trip. Let's oh, put that, this bad boy on. That's amazing. That's awesome, man. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, and so we, we, uh, we watch Euro Trip all the time um my wife just went to portugal with with two of those friends and uh she's like hold on before i go she grabs euro trip slips it in her bag (laughs) they watched it in their airbnb in portugal one night that's amazing like this movie this movie is is it has a lot of things inside it which we'll talk about in a second but like that context um like it's just it, it reminds me of friends and it reminds me of family and it reminds me of these good times that we've had on these holidays and these different trips around the country. And uh, it reminds me of drunken robot fighting with my friend Eric. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, so that's great. And uh, I've never watched it sober until two nights ago, I oh, don't think. my lord. <laughs> 
<laughs> and still holds up when you're sober. Yeah. Well, the first <laughs> the first two thirds holds up. The last yeah. third is pretty yeah, much Chris trash. Is like I've yeah. never seen this scene. <laughs> <laughs> At the very <laughs> ending, no. I was like, oh, that's how it ends. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. You just blacked out as soon as that DreamWorks logo just <laughs> finally finishes. You're just like, eh. right, right, exactly. And uh, yeah, and so you know, our friend group has has watched this movie so many times together that like, you know, the language and the quotes from it had just become part of the language of of our of our relationships together, right? Like, this isn't where I parked my car. <laughs> this uh, is where I parked my car. <laughs> just, you know what? Just get some saliva going. Scoozy, scoozy. Scoozy, Like, we don't say, excuse me. We say, scoozy. Oh, man. And so, you know, I, uh, yeah, the movie has, you know, all this, Teen sexuality and it's does uh, it yeah right I'm, this is for the listeners and Thank this you. is an I'm advocating for this <laughs> <laughs> um, um, but it's uh, you know for the most part uh, in my opinion is you know I watched it with my 13 year old daughter the other night and she, how was that yeah let's dive into that yeah let's dive into that okay yeah 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 uh, so she, did you have a sex talk afterwards. No. Okay. No, we did not. But uh, do you do you recall the nude beach scene? Yes. yes. Where it was uh, oh, yeah, the International House of Sausage. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And mujeres, mujeres, chicas, chicas. Oh, that was yeah. That was oh, that was a lot. That yeah, was, that was right. And it's just all these naked dudes with their wangs hanging out. And, and did my you thirteen-year-old pause it and go, "Honey, this will happen to you." <laughs> but not as obvious as this. But no. society. No, she just she just like pause and look and she looks at my wife and she says like that's what they look like. <laughs> I've never seen one before. I'm like that's so innocent. That's great. That's good to know. And there was a, there was a gentleman with incredibly long hair in that in that mob yeah, mob of, <laughs> of men, horny mob, horny yeah. mob and of naked men. I, I just really wanted to put it. Yeah, yeah. His his hair went past his ass. I, that was <laughs> it, kudos, kudos to you, yeah. sir. That yeah, that's yeah. a that's patience. Right. Should have been near this. Should have been. Should have gone to the statue of Passon. Yay! Exactly. <laughs> but I, I think we're, we're jumping into a lot of this. But I kind of real quick. I just want to give credit to that opening scene. Opening credit scene oh, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely great yeah opening credits so it's oh funny. and the ticket the yeah ticket yeah the, yeah uh, that was really like the that was flip. really good design yeah that was really i'm a designer now so i can say that <laughs> we, we know we've been following that character <laughs> through the course of the podcast it it's it's honestly really cute yeah and, no, and, and yeah clever and charming tone. yeah it sets the tone for this you yeah, know what sure. you're yeah exactly you know what you're getting into as soon as you press play like it was really really great and i just want to yeah. give kudos to that yeah i love that opening credit sequence when they uh they open the overhead apartment and there's a bunch of goats up there yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and then layers people fucking yeah yeah, yeah. It, it's just um, foreshadowing <laughs> to the end so yeah, and then oh, go ahead no i was just gonna like so how do we end up in Europe? I just wanted to get us there. They How fly there. Yeah. Yeah. They, so <laughs> No, you know. <laughs> yeah. So, Scotty. So yeah. He doesn't uh, know. Scotty doesn't know. So that, again, the, that whole song, right? Which, uh, by the way, Matt Damon was the lead singer of that. Yeah. No, no, not Matt, Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Uh, I even, that was in my notes. <laughs> and then yeah. uh, uh, the girl, Fiona, 
Fiona! <laughs> I'm going to videotape that. Uh, I'm getting a video <laughs> camera. <laughs> um, she was Lana Lang in uh, Smallville. Ah. Yeah. She I was also Chun-Li in Street Fighter, The Legend of Chun-Li. Oof. Ooh. Sorry. Oof. Thank you. Finally, <laughs> someone just, someone said what I've been waiting to hear. <laughs> so, I mean, some of the things I love in this movie are uh, like these the dropping opening credits. the opening credits, the drop-in the cameos. Oh like, yeah, through, throughout mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. Jeffrey Tambor's there. Oh, yeah. Jeffrey Tambor is perfect in this film. Yeah. Would you like to know how Matt Damon was in this movie? Yeah. Uh, I want to interject very quickly. Jenny was Don and Buffy. Yeah, Jenny uh, Michelle Trachtenberg. She's yeah. the the was the is maybe the most famous of the main. Actors. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. fair. And uh, Scotty also was in the Peaceful Warrior. The only reason I bring that up because it's a very good movie. Also, very different. He acts. It's like a serious acting role, and he nails it. Yeah. Anyway, can you uh, uh, Scotty? It's definitely from the school of Hayden Christensen acting. All right. Uh, Let's back it up. He sounds like Hayden Christensen. Literally. Watch Peaceful Warrior and your views will change. He sounds like Hayden Christensen. Don't do this to me. But <laughs> he just, you close your eyes. Uh huh. Let's all close our eyes for a second. Yeah. And just picture Scotty. Scream Tom. Fiona for me. Uh, Fiona! You're right. You when you're right, you're right, Kenny. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, so, how is Matt Damon in this movie? Yeah. So, Matt Damon. Uh, According to IMDb, Matt Damon did the cameo as the lead singer of the band uh, due to the fact that he went to college with Alex Schaefer, Jeff Berg, and Dave Mandel, all three of them being writers from Seinfeld and Curb Your Enthusiasm, huge comedy guys, right. big comedy guys, Alec Berg, uh, or yeah, that should be Alec Berg and Jeff Schaefer. Alec Berg, yeah. Alec Berg and Jeff Schaefer. Uh, Alec Berg... Uh, he's got a ton of comedy credits. Right now, he just finished up Silicon Valley, and he's also oh, wow. to be, I, th- I think, one of the producers on Barry. Uh, yeah, I think he was a producer on Old School, maybe? Probably. Yeah. Uh, Dave Mandel, he just wrapped up Veep. He was the showrunner in the last couple of years on Veep. Jeff is that Schaefer. any relation to how he... Uh, this is, I don't think so. I was just curious. No. <laughs> uh, although he did the really great Clerks animated series as well. Uh, Those anime series, yeah, mm-hmm. it's super funny. It's oh. really great. And then Jeff Schaefer, he wrote some curb, curb your enthusiasm. Anyways, Matt Damon was in Prague shooting The Brothers Grimm uh, when Alec Damon Jeff asked him if he would play the part due to the fact he was required to wear a wig in his part in The Brothers Grimm. He spontaneously shaved his head for the Euro Trip cameo. In short, he was in the neighborhood. <laughs> That scene is wow. so great, though. When it he, really uh, is. He taps the mic and he's like, "This, you know, <laughs> Fiona and Scotty. Just, Fiona just dumped Scotty, and they're at this big graduation this party, great, yeah. big blowout bash." Scotty, right? I'm, just, and I'm then tired he's just of like, all lying and cheating, <laughs> babe. I've never cheated on you. Oh, well, I know. That's what makes it harder. That's what makes it so hard. <laughs> that was a good yeah. thing. That really. Yeah, and he's yeah, like, yeah. "This goes out to the nastiest, freakiest little sex <laughs> kitten I know." <laughs> Fiona and Scotty's just standing there, and, and then she rushes, she rushes past him. And the song is Scotty doesn't, doesn't know that Fiona and me do it in my van every Sunday. <laughs> well, we can yeah. sing the rest, but yeah. look it up by Lustra. Uh, Lustra actually sings. What was the yeah. opening was really song? Good. It was in French. It was it, the DreamWorks music. No, splash. It's Hey Ho, Let's, let's Go. go. <laughs> hey. Oh, let's, let's go. Uh, but it's in French. We, we. What? That's yeah. yes. Seriously. No. That's the only French. Wait, I is know. it really? Yeah. Oh. Oh, wait. 
It's like the Blitzkrieg bop, but it's uh, like... I just remember it was in French because it, it came up like uh, on the uh, closed captioning. I was like, whoa, that's really cool. But yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. yeah. Good. I know this Good. movie. <laughs> that's true. You watch it every year. I shouldn't, I shouldn't question. At least once a year. <laughs> Similar to uh, a me in A Trip to the Moon. Le Voyage de la, de la Lune. Lune. Correct. De la Lune. Uh, but... Yeah, I, I was not expecting a Matt Damon cameo. Yeah, who uh, else? Who else cameos in this movie? Uh, Fred Armisen. Yeah, yeah. Fred Armisen. Was uh, that early in his career? He might have been on career? SNL, I believe. I think he was on SNL by this point. Yeah, okay. yeah. Because if not, wow, that was yeah. <laughs> no, that's really awesome. Miscuzzi, Like ah, oh, that like, that yeah. might have been one of my favorite bits throughout the whole. Oh, that bits. Fantastic. It's so good. Long so tunnel. Good. Long Thumb tunnel. Down. No. <laughs> Who's touching me? Who's touching me? How <laughs> uh, oh, sexual assault never was never seemed so funny. <laughs> I, I think my favorite <laughs> Kenny hates this right now. <laughs> my favorite bit of the whole thing is when he crosses his legs and then just like right. wraps it over. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, that was, was such... it Cooper? Yeah, I think it was was it yeah, Cooper. No, uh, uh, or Scott. Jamie. Oh Jamie, there we go. Oh yeah, 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 yeah Jamie. <laughs> Oh, for context, uh, uh, for the list. I'm Aaron. Yes, and I'm James. <laughs> I'm Kenny Madison, chief archivist of flatfilms.com. Each week, we put out an episode of our podcast, Correct. Shame Watch. You can support us, patreon.com slash shamewatch, where we put out an exclusive episode uh, where we marathon a movie each month. Uh, this month, it should be our Back to the Future marathon. Uh, so that's fine. That's going to go live some point this month. Super excited for that. Uh, you can donate. Uh, what is that level, James? Uh, $2 now. $2. So just for two bucks, you can get uh, additional episodes where we just sit around with all of our friends, watch a bunch of movies, and just have a good old time. It's great. Uh, Patreon.com slash ShameWatch. Again, I am Kenny Madison, Chief Archivist, FlatFilms.com. And to my right is... Aaron Salinas. And I'm James Fight, the ringleader of the craziness. And I'm here to say... Uh, Chris? That Chris is the special guest. Chris? Hey, everybody. Yeah. Why are we doing a mid-intro? Jesus. <laughs> Didn't we do this already? We already did. Uh, I don't know what Chris, we're doing. What is the film that we're talking about? <laughs> Today we're talking about 2004's comedy classic, Euro Trip. Oh. oh wow. Correct. I've never been to Europe. Uh, Guys, we're 40 minutes in. Why are we doing that? <laughs> we're 40 uh, minutes So why do you like are we this out movie? Of, are we out of content? <laughs> Bring up the context. Hurry uh, up. Uh, so one of the things that uh, we like to do. Contact title card. Uh, center aligned. No, there's this uh, completely audio medium. Uh, and the typeface, Havelka Bold. God damn it. <laughs> uh, so what makes us a shame watch for you? <laughs> well... As a uh, filmmaker, <laughs> uh, haven't you gone viral before? <laughs> oh boy! So anyway, uh, Miscuzi, that uh, <laughs> our short film tattoos <laughs> had a ninety-eight percent funny rating on Funny or Die. Oh shit! Is that real? Yeah, yeah that means it's Damn. funny. Yeah, that means it's real funny. Which it yeah. was real funny. It was real funny. It was. You know what's also real funny? Frameworks. Fred Armisen. Oh, he is very funny. Sure. Yeah. Funny uh, cat. So, Fred Armisen. Uh, David Hasselhoff has a... Oh, yeah. It turns out David Hasselhoff is a singing <laughs> star in Germany. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember yeah, that German from, language uh, singing albums. Mm-hmm. From Dodgeball. Yeah. yeah I remember yeah. that reference only because he's the coach as well. Yeah. And he has a f- portrait of himself. And he calls them losers and then just throws it on the floor. <laughs> I just... I, I, I good bit. love Dodgeball. Yeah. Probably doesn't hold up anymore, but I still love it. 
<laughs> but this is about Chris and Eurotrip. Yeah. Lucy Lawless oh, uh, yeah. also has a uh, cameo. She's True. in the sex shop. <gasps> I love that. That's the Dominatrix? Uh, the Dominatrix, yes. Yeah, Zena Warrior Princess. Zena Warrior nice. Princess. Yeah. And she's also uh, in Parks and Rec. A lot of people forget what? that. Yeah. Playing the same role. Yeah. <laughs> Se- as Dominatrix. Yeah, she's uh, Ron Swanson's wife. <gasps> she's the fourth wife. Yeah. Or third wife. Wait, yeah, uh, Diane. She's Diane. Yeah, she's Diane. That's what? Lucy Lawless. Yeah, they yeah. clean. They, no. they shut the front door. They You're make, lying. I, no, that's that's Diane. That's Diane. Like, yeah, they make Diane. her look completely different. That's acting. She's uh, she's a neighborhood acting. mom. She like it's so nuts. Also, that lying. is acting. acting. <laughs> that's Lucy Lawless. Fiona, <laughs> I'm getting my video camera. <laughs> oh, See, man. See uh, it's already starting. Oh it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is the first time I've seen the movie all in its entirety. Really? Uh, because, well, I, I, I was a young middle school boy when uh, this came was out. Was this pre-porn for James? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like, uh, one of the things I like in this movie is uh, this, the song Scotty Doesn't Know, but not only is Scotty doesn't know, we've already done this. Me doing my van every Sunday. We've already done this, guys. I'm Kenny Masson, Chief Archivist of Splatfilms.com. He doesn't know. But okay, what's Idaho? Is that, is that mountain or Midwest? South I, Tony. It's in, okay. it's in mountain time. <laughs> Aaron! <laughs> uh, yeah. yes. Aaron, wake up. You're so, dreaming. Aaron, wake up. You're so dreaming. So would you consider, yes. filmmakers, uh, the song Scotty Doesn't Know to be sort of a MacGuffin? No. Where it... Uh, because it no. travels throughout the movie in various shapes. They go to the club, yeah. and Scotty doesn't techno. know it's now Technico. And then later on, uh, it's his ringtone. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Version, that's funny. Right? And so it's something of a character in this movie yeah. that, that draws some action forward to it. But maybe MacGuffin has a more narrow definition to you. I like uh, it as a MacGuffin, yeah. I, I see it. Kenny? I would say that it's more of a, uh, I don't know. Maltese Falcon. A song? Uh, it's definitely more of a Maltese Falcon. Uh, no, it's uh, because they are not trying to, uh, in, in my mind, a MacGuffin is something that the characters are striving to get. Like uh, the briefcase in Pulp Fiction. Yeah, right? that's something that's a little bit more motivation. Uh, characters are more motivated mm. by, as opposed to this, which I think is just more of a running gag. Yeah. Uh, in it. Yeah. Yeah. And but it's a good running gag. It's a good, yeah, good yeah, bit, yeah. Good yeah, bit. good bit, good bit. And then, so, one of the things that makes me shameful about this movie Go on. Uh, is is really how it re- falls apart at the end. Like, this is, it's got great comedy. So, once the, the third act hit. For the first oh hour. And then you get to that last 30 minutes. Once they l- get to Berlin, mm-hmm. and Mika's not there, and then they go to Rome. And when they're in Rome, like, the comedy goes from, like, this kind of teen rom-com uh, uh, co- type comedy yeah. to just, I don't know, it's just slapsticky and dumb. Like, the... The, when they go into the Vatican and they've got the Pope there, or, or there, the Pope is commenting on the on the news footage, and mm-hmm. they dress up like the Pope, and the Pope hat starts on fire. Just like this is all, it was so good until right now. <laughs> like this is just stupid. Yeah, yeah, I'll be honest. I do think, I think yeah. If in the thirds, yeah, the top, the two, front two thirds, 
pretty act great. Act one and two. Yeah, act yeah, one and two are pretty two great. Pretty good. Yeah. For yeah. sure. And that's about as far as I make it most of the time <laughs> when I watch well, this That's because it feels like once he discovers, uh, finds uh, uh, Mika in Berlin, that feels like the movie should end there. Right. At least in my mind. Because, like, he did it. He accomplished it. But then it keeps up. going. Right. Yeah. Well, she's not in Berlin when he gets there. Oh, I'm sorry. In, uh, in Rome. Rome. In Rome. That's right. when it should end. Yeah, it should end there. Instead, there's this just dumb scene in the Vatican. Yeah. And uh, then they fly home. And uh, she ends up coming back over. Surprise. Surprise. From Europe. Now I go to school in Ohio. Uh, it was uh, <laughs> Oberon, Ohio. Yeah. Overton. I don't know how to say it. But I went to... Uh, uh, Oberlin. Oberlin. Did you have a Thank soccer you. tournament there? I had a soccer camp there oh. where I uh, played goalie. We get it. You're from the Midwest. We get it. You like soccer. <laughs> um, so does Europe. Man- Manchester United. <laughs> nice context. That's, that's, why, that's why you like this. That was a good scene, too. I know, yeah. I know we're going to jump back to that. We're that jumping all over. But uh, when they walk into that bar, the oh, feisty goat. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, soccer hooligans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. I, it's really great. This might be dumb, but did Man you? kind of adopt that song or no like uh, as their fight song i not that i know i would really yeah, love I if really, they did i really don't know because I, I don't think know either i'm to, a fan i don't know the validity because they sing uh sheena easton's morning train yeah right yeah. my baby takes I don't the like morning I don't know train Right? Come on, James. Come on. I takes the morning train. Sky doesn't know that field and me do it in my bed every Sunday. She thinks he's a church, but I think that would be the cherry on top if they did adopt this. I'd be oh, that's so, like, I'll I'll Google it later. Thanks. I'll, yeah, it might because that'd have been. But yeah, they but. That part was great, and then so that's how they end up. I like the running gag at the beginning with Cooper, and that he has that internship at the law office, and they just think he's down in file storage. <laughs> yeah, and uh, he they keep calling him, and he's just like oh, the the Guterman file. I put it on, <laughs> I put it on your desk. I or I, I gave it to uh, Johnson uh, hum- last Humphrey. week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Humphrey last week. Did, uh, did they actually go to Europe for filming? They yeah, they filmed it in Prague. Yes. Oh, wow. Oh. Yeah, because yeah, Matt okay, Damon nice. was in Prague filming the Brothers Grimm. Mm-hmm. No, hopped no. over to Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Guys, calm down. Matt Damon. Calm down. Everyone, calm down. Matt Damon. Such a good movie. Uh, well, I actually have some good news in, rela- in relation to this movie, which is really Go ahead. Great. Yeah. Uh, uh, spill. Yeah, I will. Uh, Chris, are you familiar with the three rules uh, of our podcast? No. You, cool. You think that that's the kind of thing you would start with? Like, <laughs> hey, we're oh, you podcast. Don't have to well, yeah. Very rarely do we engage with these rules more just as fo- guiding philosophies of us doing this podcast. Okay. Rule number three is no self-deprecation. We try and talk positively about ourselves yeah. and just be positive about ourselves. That's the end of that statement. Yeah. Uh, and any time that we accidentally dunk on ourselves, uh, we pay $30 to a charity of you're choosing. Yeah. Rule number two, no ironic liking. There's right. plenty of bad movie podcasts mm-hmm. out there. Mm-hmm. We're never going to be talking about stuff like Birdemic no. or The Room, no. things that are so bad they're good no. mystery science theater types. Ah. We like it because we like it. Right. Yeah. And number one, and the rule that I think we violate the most frequently, which is still not all that frequent, is no dunking. Can't uh, dunk it unless it's basketball or donuts. That's correct. Uh, dunking, for those that might not be aware, is just <laughs> insulting Kelsey. without abandon. Just yeah. constantly. 
I mean, yes. Olivia's here, by the way. way. Dunking? Yes. I'm I'm not sure I follow what that is. I've heard this term so many times. I also have. Uh, Kenny, let's uh, do an improv scene uh, to illustrate this. Hey, Kenny, I really love this new movie called Fight Club. Do you have anything negative to say about it? I mean, I, I would pick a worse movie because Fight Club's really well made. Yeah, you're right. It's I just that like, it's probably hey. in terms of context of where it is and what it represents uh, has become problematic uh, because of so many straight white men going, oh, shoot, uh, all I need to do is just cut women out completely from my lives. And it's kind of been adapted by red pillars and all of those things. Wow, what a good example of how to critique something. Hey, Kenny, I also oh, love this movie, uh, like Mars my- Attacks. That's also a shit. Good movie. I can't think of really that movie. That movie. I also love this movie, Space Jam. That, I I think there's value in that God movie damn it. Too. I mean, I think he's dunking on you. Yeah, he's no, I'm not. I'm waiting for you to present like a uh, bad movie. So dunking. So if I might, what's step a bad in movie? Here. Someone tell me, so, Olivia. What's a bad movie? Uh, God, you're really putting me on the spot. Yeah, I know. Uh, hey, what's a bad movie? Cars. Batman and Robin. I like Cars. I like Batman and Robin. Oh, I've got it. Okay. Uh, uh, Kenny, me and my friend Jared love this movie called The Living Wing. That movie. (laughs) (laughs) That movie is awful. That movie feels uh, like an art student was able to get access to feature film equipment and producers uh, and proceeded to make an hour and a half train wreck of someone that's positing that they're funny when in fact I'm just being subject to their whims and would rather drill my skull with the biggest drill that I could find. Okay, now give us an example of dunking. <laughs> <laughs> Just kind of that kind of... Yeah, that's uh, dunking. Uh, huh. Those kinds of insets, but writ uh, large. Uh, I like The Living Wake a lot more than this movie. What? Fuck really? this movie. Really? What is a charity that we can give $30 to? <laughs> I'm asking. What, He's legitimately asking yeah. what charity do you want Kenny to give money to? <laughs> because I find this film completely repugnant, and I'll go into why, but first I would like to help someone out that you would like hmm. some help with. Uh, yeah, so let's... Uh, the. the uh, American Cancer Society. American oh, okay. Cancer Society. Okay, there we go. That's yeah, a good yeah, one. Yeah. ACS, that's a good one. Sure. Uh, hold for typing. <laughs> cool. Right, so, fuck this movie. <laughs> fuck Kenny, this movie. you've been so quiet up until now. Absolutely. And <laughs> did I'm you so like the opening credit scene? I did. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> what about the DreamWorks okay, logo? Okay, I'll give you that. The DreamWorks logo, pretty good. I like the DreamWorks <laughs> logo. That was pretty good. So Aaron had an observation about our guests. I have an observa- observation about Kenny. Anytime he's quiet for most of the podcast, that means he hates That means a, a charity's going to get it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Also, Chris Collins, you're just such a kind and gentle man uh, as well. One of the loveliest people that I've met. Uh, you're just always quick with a smile and just general mm. compassion. Uh, While well, I don't know you terribly well, you seem like a wonderful husband and an incredible father. 19 years. Yeah. In a row. <laughs> In a row. <laughs> and I'm so glad that you were able to provide some proper context of where the heck you were when this movie came out. Because fuck this movie. <laughs> uh, Wait, did you like Fred Armisen? No. Oh, no. Because Miss what's the joke? such a good man. But what's the joke? It's just, uh oh. He's he might be gay. Yeah. yeah. Uh uh oh. These two white kids from Ohio. Hey. Uh oh. They might have been. They might be participating. You think in gay behavior? Hey, wait. Is that a? 
I never thought that of thought of that as a as a gay bit uh, per se. Or I saw it as an American. Also, also because all four of them are white and from Ohio. Yeah, <laughs> they're all awful. I, I saw it more as an American Ohio. culture thing. Uh, uh, d- except that the joke the, the joke contrast because Europeans don't have these boundaries that Americans yeah. have yeah. because yeah. Uh, for those that can't see our recording <sighs> setup, I'm currently on one of the corners of the room. My microphone is so far away That's true. from the rest of us. He is yelling. I love my personal space. He's the only one with a 15-foot XLR cable from <laughs> the recording. Right. But the joke is so gay panic. Uh, couple that with the fact that Fred Armisen at some point has his pants down. It's, it's oh, so yeah. gay panic. Yeah. Uh, there's so much gay panic. And one more time, what is it? What's gay it panic. Okay. There's a lot of gay panic in this movie. Uh, at one point, Scotty's like, I watched uh, gay porno and I watched oh, yeah, half of it, that, yeah. and I didn't know because the chicks never came. The chicks never came. Uh, and that works. That's it is, it is mid 2000s. Yeah, sure. So. Uh, and that's the th- that's another thing that I've got to do because back when this movie came out, yeah. these jokes were fine. To- oh yeah, they're yeah. fine. Yeah. Uh, it was fine to make rape jokes back in 2004. Mm-hmm. It was fine to make gay panic jokes. It was fine to be misogynist. Well, this was that's, during, that's fine. This was during the same era of when anger management came out. Yes. A oh yeah. Repugnant movie. Agreed. Uh, and this movie. So. Not just judging it from 2020 moral stuff, because gosh darn it, you can't just do that with every single comedy, or else not everything is going to hold up. You've got to be able to transpose your mind to the mindset of a 2004 comedy. Even g- putting my brain into that, it feels so cliched. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the characters feel so darn flat. Uh the, Can you make eye contact with Chris while you do this? The characters feel so <laughs> darn flat. Uh, the sidekick, Cooper. No, no, keep going, Chris. Yeah. This is his movie. The sidekick is so low energy. I've never seen a more low energy sidekick in a sex comedy. I kind of like that. <laughs> I, like, I, like, I like Cooper. <laughs> but he, he, feels, he never feels invested in anything, which I just want want just a little bit more investment from things. Michelle Trachtenberg, such a victim of male gaze in this movie. Oh my god, it's I know. So it's it, the epitome of male gaze. It makes me so uncomfortable. This is gaze with a Z. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> gaze with a Z. Absolutely. Uh, That's a good bit. <laughs> and and the jokes feel so easy to me. Yeah. All low-hanging fruit, if you yeah. will. I, I, I mean, this is the first time that I've watched this movie, period. Yeah. Um, but I, if I watched this back in 2004, I feel like I would think that this is just a rough watch to begin with. And if, am, I, am I crazy? No, no, Am I no. crazy? You're absolutely right. Okay. I didn't. Well, you're 100% yeah. right about your own opinion. That's right. Sure. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> That's true. I don't uh, think this movie is doing anything... Good morally. No, not at all. Uh, all of the European cultures are so stereotypically depicted. Also, oh, yeah. Yeah. there's one thing we haven't mentioned, which adds to Kenny's point. There's a little child who has a, a Hitler mustache yeah. and yeah. then pretends to be Hitler. Because they're in Germany, so right. you got to make right. a Hitler joke. Exactly. Right. And I agree with you that, that watching that... Uh, like I say, I normally don't make it. That's in about the last 15 minutes of the movie. I normally don't make it that sure. far. But, uh, but yeah, I was like, oof. Like that That one was really the one joke I was like, oh, boy. That, yeah. Was, yeah, yeah, yeah. that was not great. Pull your collar kind of <laughs> thing. Oh. Yeah, because – but in 2004, this was – 
peak of American Pie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So this was the raunchy sex comedy. This sex comedy. This was bringing in bank. Oh like, yeah. yeah, these yeah, were guaranteed yeah, yeah. checks. This was this right. was a hot genre, and American Pie. What I feel like American Pie has in comparison to this is a heart that is trying to examine not just sexuality but intimacy with other people as well, and and the 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 complicated feelings that go along with maturing into having adult relationships. And was American Pie was that ninety nine? Ninety nine okay. was accepted the end of that era. That was like two thousand six. So yeah, right. Well, that's PG thirteen. And yeah. that, I like Accepted. I like Accepted. I don't think I know that one. Uh, Check it out. Uh, yeah, we'll get, what year? Well, let's get together. We'll 2006, it. I think. Mm, that explains Yeah, that's it. Jonah yeah. Hill. My daughter was born. Oh. <laughs> yeah, sort of. Like Zone anything, out. Anything new like, yeah. besides well, this child wasn't a part of my life <laughs> yeah, for about 10 years. <laughs> well, if you showed her this movie, you can definitely watch Accepted yeah. with her. Okay. It, it's a strange, especially like going into high school movie. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. it's it's a, it's a it's an enjoyable f- film. Um, accepted, and what was the other one? Sex trip or something like that. I think came later. Sex drive. Sex drive. Yeah, that one came later. I kind of feel like that was the end uh, of the era that, because that one didn't do well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it was well, pretty well. Didn't the Hangover kind of bu- put a button on the oh, that whole genre? Shoot, I, I, I don't think they're the same genre though because that's not like Hangover's sex not raunchy. A, yeah, it's not sex raunchy. It's not teen either. But yeah. I don't know. It's got the same well, it's, like it's look a, and feel, and it's of a similar ilk because much like this film, it's a movie that is designed to shock. Yeah, uh, it's, yeah. it's shock humor, and Hangover is instead of kids, it's now adults. Yeah, right. uh, it's just big budget with adults. Can I just not say even, yeah. about mm-hmm. the Hangover? I didn't get it. Like everyone loved it back when it came out, and I was just like. Why? I think it's because that movie was clever structurally. Uh, I didn't, I don't, it was. I didn't it's. It. It's kind of designed as a whodunit. Yeah, uh, I guess. But instead of a proper detective mystery, like Knives Out. I mean, Knives Out rules. rules. It slaps. Yeah, ten out of ten would would recommend. Yeah, yeah absolutely. But I saw it. What did yeah. you think? Nice. Yeah, I thought it was good. <laughs> good ten good out of ten. Eh, well, no, ten bad. out of ten. I would recommend it. I wouldn't give it a ten out of ten. No, I would okay. give it. No, I gave it a four out of five stars. Okay. That yeah. accent really. Oh do. man, that foghorn leghorn Love accent it. he was giving himself Love so it. good. All I suspect foul play. Oh, so good. That's great. Uh, Chris, are you familiar with in the ten, in fifteen years? We'll look back at that movie and be like, God, there's so many tropes in here. Yeah. The, uh, <laughs> it was so problematic. It was very. It's really very problematic. Watch yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All those knives. <laughs> I mean, and that's the thing because I, it's it's really easy to take current day morality and try and transplant that into right. the thing. It but is the thing that I just. Stab my knife in my leg and try and make sure that I do. If I'm watching a comedy from the past, is going what? What the heck was the environment at? Uh, what at, was the environment in 2004? 2004. Well, it was post Y2K, correct? Mm-hmm. Uh, post 9/11. I was 10. Yeah, post 9/11. Aaron was 10. I think that was probably the biggest we thing that was going on in middle of the Iraqi War. Or just oh, we're, starting. Oh, we're we're in the middle of it. Well, yeah. It went on for a long time, so well, but still we're in the throes of it for yeah. sure. Yeah, we're, we're in the ramp. Yeah, okay, that's yeah. Yeah. only in the ramp. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, George Bush is still our president. Baby yes. Bush, he's uh, about to get his second term. Yep. Yeah. 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 He was reelected in two thousand four. Yeah. Yeah. Because Obama took over. Two thousand eight. Two thousand eight. Yeah. I think. Take your time. I'm trying to... Shh, shh. No one, no one's yeah. Hold for thinking? Yeah, hold. I'm trying to remember. I can't... 
What was going on in that time? Did, I don't know. You were no, 10. James Hold? Dick Cheney Dick. shot a guy. Let's not forget that. Was that 2004? Sorry to this man. Hmm? Sorry to this man. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, Dick Cheney shot a guy. That might have been 2004. Remember, because he, uh, he was supposed to come do a... I thought it was 2006. He was supposed to come speak at my school. He could have shot two people. He shot what? a guy. He could have shot Let's be real. He could have shot a lot of people. He was supposed to speak at your school? Yeah. Because so uh, he uh, went uh, hunting at the Norias Ranch, and I went to school in Sarita, which is like 15 miles away, mm-hmm. and, or if even that. And uh, he was supposed to come to the school, but he shot a guy. <laughs> are, are you familiar with this? <laughs> yeah. What? Someone shooting Dick Cheney shooting a guy? Yeah. Yeah, he bird sh- it was uh, They were hunting quail, I believe. And that's pellet guns. Yeah. And so the guy didn't get like the direct hit, but in the direction that Dick was shooting, uh, he got part of the pellets. He's still alive. And then... uh, A shot in the face. Yeah. (laughs) Apparently Dick Cheney made the guy apologize to him. Yeah. Wait, what? True story. Oh, God, that's such a Dick Cheney move. Well, they cover that in... in, uh, What's it called? Last year's movie? Vice. 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 There we go. What a dick move. What a good job. Exactly. Good job, Olivia. (laughs) I don't know you, but I like you already. <laughs> I do social media. Okay. Uh, Chris, are you familiar with the Anne Frank sex scene? What? The Anne Frank sex scene? This is the one, according to IMDb, this is the one scene that was not filmed, but they wanted to. In lieu, oh, for this film? For this film. Oh. <laughs> uh, but instead they had uh, the Lucy Lawless dominatrix scene. Okay. Uh, no. They were oh going to film. They had written a Anne Frank sex scene. Yes. Uh, like in the Anne Frank house? Uh, if the court would permit me to read this trivia from IMDb, uh, I'm, alleg- I, I'm assuming that you could probably listen to this in the audio commentary for Euro Trip. Granted. Yeah. Yeah, let's hear it. Granted. I'm Thank sorry. Granted. <laughs> Thank, Thank you, Olivia. <laughs> You're welcome. In the scene, never filmed, but available in script form on the original DVD, so check it out. I do have it. Uh, they claim uh, Cooper finds a flyer for a sex club called The Secret Room and accidentally oh, misidentifies yeah. the house of Anne Frank as the club. Uh, he asks somebody, is this the secret room? And they go, yes, it will change your life. Encountering a big line outside, Cooper assumes he has found the correct place, but instead of uh, waiting, he goes through a back door. Once he discovers a small room with a small bed, he decides to get naked and wait for a sex worker, but soon after finds himself exposed in front of a tour group. To make matters worse, Anne Frank's only living relative was a part of the tour group. And, as if that wasn't enough to horrify the studio, the scene also had Cooper reaching for a small mannequin, one guess as to whom it was modeled after, and covering its private parts with it, resulting in an unintended sexually explicit visual gang for the tour group. The producers wrote the club Vandersex scene to replace the scene once it was next. Jesus. <laughs> Oof. Okay. Um. Wow. <laughs> I'm going to say good call on yeah. not shooting that. <laughs> that's, that's somebody... You know, you know somebody who the, whoever wrote that scene was uh, got the news that their their baby that they had written wasn't going to be filmed, and they're back at their my back at their house. Like, what? There were originally four writers on the, There were four writers on the movie, but that fourth writer was like, "No, uh, if they cut the Anne Frank sex scene, I'm walking." I'm, that's they how, walk. Honestly, it's probably why the last third of the movie was terrible. If yeah. it had. It would have made sense. That would have brought things. He's like, you know what? You know what? We weren't gonna do a Hitler joke, but (laughs) fuck these guys. And you know who that? Can I say that? Yeah, Uh, yeah. You know who that fourth writer was? (laughs) Sam Mendes. (laughs) It's it's wild. I thought it was Tom Booker. Oh, Oh, I know him. I know him too. He loves me, Mr. Tommy B. Love that guy. 
Uh, remember when Scotty tells his little brother to stay black? Oh, yeah, oh, I yeah. do. I do. That was... Ooh. No, Cooper tells him to, to stay black. I'll, I'll, okay. Regardless. It's yeah, a bad line. I accept. <laughs> that was, yeah. Uh, hey, let's play the Rotten Tomatoes game. If it's morning in America, wouldn't it be night in Germany? I'm completely confused. <laughs> I still don't know what the hell Wyoming is, so I don't... Cause I'm they, real bad. Because they send the message to Mike. Or Scotty okay. sends the uh, message to Mike uh, and gets it during the day in Berlin as well. Let's play the well, Rotten Tomatoes. You know, game. there's no there's no guarantee that she, you know, is reading it real time. Yeah, right? she could have just checked her email later in the day. Maybe she went to church or something in the morning. <laughs> that's, that's possible. Right. Let's play the Rotten Tomatoes game. The Rotten uh, Tomatoes game. What's that? Splat. Chris, for if you haven't listened to an episode of this before, mm-hmm. uh, the Rotten Tomatoes game is based off of the website Rotten Tomatoes, a film review aggregator that takes all submitted film reviews, averages them out by a pass-fail system, that assigns a percentage on how many people might think a movie is either fresh or rotten. This is not a score that a film is X percent good. It is only a score of how many people liked it. So I will ask the panelists, my esteemed panelists in front of me, uh, Chris, uh, you, uh, which are one of those panelists. Mm-hmm. As well as James and Aaron, they're also panelists. Okay, uh, welcome back, gentlemen. Uh, coming back for the, I think sixty fifth. We're coming back. Yeah. We're coming back from the abyss That's of a, the uh, everything that was problematic about <laughs> your trip. That's right. <laughs> uh, Going to ask you for two numbers. Uh, first will be the Rotten Tomatoes score for critics. The mm-hmm. second one being the Rotten Tomatoes score for audiences. Uh, Closest without going under. Without going under. That's right, because we are. What are we, guys? Positive. Good job, James. I'm learning. I'm confident. We're raising money for charity when we're not. Absolutely. We're a Euro trip. So, Chris, out of 120 critical reviews on Rotten Tomatoes, what do you think the score is for Euro trip? Because the percentage of that were positive? Out of 100%, yes. What do you think the critics? This is the critic score, yeah. Critics. Ooh, critics. Yeah, that's where I'm confused. because Critics don't like this, but without going under? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say fifty percent, Kenny. 50%. Okay, right on. Okay, yeah, yeah. That's that's solid. Why fifty percent? Mm, because for sure, there's a lot of critics like the one that you uh, read earlier that it, thought it was terrible. Right, David mm-hmm. Keyes of Cinephile.org. Right, who you might as well rewrite that and just say Kenny Madison of. Uh, I mean, yeah. Madison, Wisconsin. Absolutely. How do you know where I'm from? <laughs> <laughs> That's wild. <laughs> or is it Madison, Ohio? Ooh, it's Madison, Texas. That's right. Uh, I'm the only one from Ohio. 50%. Yeah, so 50%. Um, I'm trying to think. This is from 2004 when it came out. And post those types Y2K. Post, post Y2K. Uh, during the Iraq War, people were looking for uh, just any sort of outlet to laugh and have a good time. Bush is about and to not be, be And not be so serious about themselves and not worry about the social ramifications of every last little thing. Because, God damn it, our boys are being blown up on foreign soil right now. Yeah, John we can Kerry, have. We can have a laugh or two, if that's okay with you, Kenny. No. (laughs) As we all know, I'm firmly against comedy, completely. Uh, Um, He hates comedy. Me and Todd Phillips are in exactly the same boat. I don't think we can do comedy anymore. That's why why my favorite movie is Joker. How was it? Get on the mic. Get on the mic. 
So I just saw Joker two nights ago. I yeah. had a uh, same. I had oh nice. What do you think? No, I want to hear you. Oh, Hold okay. on. What was the context, Olivia? So why'd you pick this movie? Um, so I'm trying to go through all the best picture okay. uh, nominees. Right and on. We should we should probably do that too, guys. Yes. So I had several glasses of red wine because mm. you know work conference. I was I was over it already, and I thought, well, why not pick Joker? I don't know why, but um, anyway, I I don't know how I feel about it. Mm. Like Joaquin Phoenix did a really good job, but it's hard to compare. And it's hard to compare, like, his interpretation of the Joker compared to, say, like, um, Heath Ledger's Jack Joker. Caesar Romero. Jack yes. Nicholson. Or Jack Nicholson. Caesar Romero. I, I, I think watching it or kind of left me with Jared Leto. Oh, Technically, yeah. I haven't, I haven't seen his, so I can't really... You're don't, not missing much. You know. One um, of the greatest performances <laughs> of our time. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know, like, if I was supposed to feel good about it at the end like i don't like i don't it just kind of left me feeling it made sense like why people felt meh about it if that makes sense okay i like i thought he did great and he's definitely a lock for best actor but i don't know but fuck that movie (laughs) that was a tough watch from the opening scene to the closing scene like i uh you know my wife uh she always, whenever we're watching something, a TV show, a movie, or whatever, she she needs somebody to root for. Like that's really important to have a clear protagonist, somebody to root for, and there nobody. is not that at all in this movie. Like you you feel bad for Joker and you want him to get help, and yeah, but like you want people help. to help him, like therapy help, but like but he's above it. Yeah, it's pretty twisted. It, it, it was. It's very dark. It's damn, walking, that was dark. It's like what walking through sludge. Like it's just. I want this to end, but I can't. That's why I never watched it. And don't support Todd Phillips. Oh, it's so twisted. It's yeah, dark room. I, it's very not, dark. Not my favorite of the best picture nominees. Not my favorite of the best picture nominees. Yeah, I, that's why we went through it too. Every year, my wife and I try to watch all best picture nominees, and uh, this was on the list. And I was like, "Oh God damn it! I guess we have to watch it." My wife is. We're thirty minutes in, and she's like, "Just pause. I have to leave the room. Uh, I gotta oh, like, collect myself, and yeah. we'll get a drink and let's get back into this. Relieve some like, tension <laughs> from it. Yeah. Yeah. They're like two and a half hours long. Yeah, oh, it's a lot. Like two fifteen. Oh. I, I drank like a lot. Of, I drank a lot of wine. To like just to get through it. Do you recommend yeah. that? Um, wine. I mean, it was or it was a movie. It's a great part. <laughs> of the movie. Yeah. I mean, no. I, I actually, what I looked forward to after watching that, I was like, I feel like I need to jam out to happy music. Oh, my wife. When we hung. Oh, go ahead. What's your um, happy music? Just like a mix of everything. Okay. Um, I was jamming out to Pink. Nice. Oh, right you on. Know? Oh, I just right I needed on. something like. Yeah, feel good. Like just because yeah. the watching the movie kind of made me feel gross. Raise yeah. your glass. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Chris, what do you what do you and your wife do? Uh, well, watch the joke. <laughs> Wouldn't you like to know? <laughs> but uh, no, we uh, uh, after the after Joker was over, she's like, okay, we've got to put on something happy. We've mm-hmm. got to find something happy, and I don't care what it is. It just needs to be happier than this. So. We, put on we the watched Irishman. The Life of Aaron Hernandez. Oh, man. That's another tough watch, <laughs> no, too. We, uh, we have been watching that, but we did not back. That one and... Uh, the Joker with that one. And uh, uh, Don't Fuck With Cats. Don't Those Fuck are With Cats is very... That one's, that one's tough, So what too. did you watch? Yeah, I think... The we, Irishman. I think we put on... <laughs> I almost did that. I almost watched that. 
I think we put on Amour, isn't that the Oh, movie? yeah. <laughs> the yeah. movie with the two old people and she has dementia and yeah, then, then dies slowly and painfully. Lord. No. Um, <laughs> we, uh, well, so I, I think we watch Parks and Rec. Just watch oh, a couple there we of go. Oh, I love Parks and Rec. Oh, there my go. gosh. It's so, so depressing. <laughs> uh, okay, my answer is 34%. 34%? Uh, why 34%? I think critics hated this movie. I don't know if you know this, but that's lower than what Chris said. It is. I'm taking... A gamble. Chris is being more optimistic. And James is being more pessimistic. I'm being more realist. Uh, just like Joker. That's right. Uh, Aaron, I'm, I'm twisted. Uh, do you want to be twisted just like James? Yeah. I'm going to say 47. 47%? Whoa. Why 47%? Because I imagine there was some dick critic who was like, oh, it can't be 50. Uh, actually, his name is Richard. Richard Roper. <laughs> uh, That's what I'm imagining. Oh, his friends call him Dick. Yeah. Uh, dick Roper of Ebert or Roper. Uh, one of you is actually right on the money. Huh. Uh, Chris, would you like to guess who's right on the money? <laughs> is it me? Is it, is it James? Uh, Chris's guess is James. Uh, why is your guess James? <laughs> Wait, is it me? Why do you ask so damn many questions? <laughs> because he's the context I'm, master. I'm, I'm providing context. Uh, okay. Wait, um, it, let's go with... Uh, I think that James might be right just because, you know, cinematically, uh, this movie is not great. Like, like, even structurally, forget about all the stuff that you hated it for. Like structurally, which is as a movie, yeah, yeah. like it's not great. Toward especially towards the end. Sure. Uh, James, who do you think is right on the money? I think it's Aaron. Why do you think that it's Aaron? Because uh, Aaron is uh, very excitable, like a puppy. Well, maybe Aaron looked it up already. Ah, well, I did. I actually did it. Am I right? Uh, Aaron, who do you think is right on the money? I think we all are because of friendship. That's correct. It's a three-way tie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Aaron, you're right on the money. Oh, yes. Yes. Good job, Aaron. Uh, I'm so proud of you. <laughs> and because of that, uh, you now get the $30. You undercut me by no, no, 3% not, percentage oh, points. Congratulations. You're no, stealing from I'm not charity. From ch- Those are from just a, the rules. That's the, the fourth rules. rule That's that we've happens. never talked yeah. about. I'm not taking from Anytime a anyone gets it right on the money, they take out of the charity pot. Specifically from I want a quote. Aaron Salinas does not take from cancer charity. You're breaking the rules. Jesus. And then dot, 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 not. That's right. Well, let's play the second number. Uh, out of 434,435 <coughs> audience ratings. People mm-hmm. care about this movie. I'm sorry, how, how many? 434,435. Wow. Okay. Uh, that, mean, that means this movie made a little bit of money. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit. A little, a little bit. bit. <laughs> uh, a little bit. 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 I mean, and they filmed it in the Czech Republic with no named actors. So <laughs> they made all the money. <laughs> they made all the money. Hey. Oh. He was in. Let's, let's go. go. Uh, he was in Peaceful Warrior. James, I'm. It's a was, good movie. She was the Ice Princess. There's three people here who generally ca- like four people here who generally care about. Oh God, what a pull! <laughs> so good. She was the fucking Ice Princess. Oh, that's you ass. Oh, I love Ice Princess. We might right? have to do an episode on that. Yeah. What's Ice just Princess? Write it down a little bit. It it's a movie. You don't know what Ice Princess You fucking <laughs> asshole. This is why we have bad quality. Hey, we have great quality. <laughs> Michelle Trachtenberg is the Ice Princess. Yes, so. it's fucking Ice Princess. <laughs> See, that's how you yell. And she's lunch. Jenny in Eurotrip. And she's also Georgina in Gossip Girl. And she's <laughs> and she's Dawn from Buffy. You fucking asshole! 
I'm going to say 74%. 74%. Why 74%? Because I do think a lot of people care about this film. Sure. I, it, like, it was right in that middle of, like, I grew. I, I could see a lot of people saying, I grew up with this movie, or this was, like, my pre-porn movie, or, or like, I, I really enjoy, like... <laughs> my pre-porn movie. It's like gateway, gateway porn movie? Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know? Um, it, it's one of those... I do think there's a lot of people who generally care about this film, uh, and it's like Chris, yeah, like who, like, and there's genuine people who genuinely care, yeah. And Euro trip <laughs> five today, <laughs> that's their, that's on their DVD tagline. unrated, <laughs> yeah. and, and I think it's it, it, there's a lot of quotes to this movie, and and I think quotable films stick with people and make them care about it, and I, and I yes. think that this is one of this those films. So I'm going to say, what did I say? 74. 74%. Yeah. Oh my God, I flipped it. 47 and 70. If I get this right, that'd be cool. <laughs> you are correct. <laughs> yes. You, yeah, that would be cool. James, you can go higher. 65. Or 65%. Why 65? Uh, for some of the reasons Aaron said. That's six. That's 4% away from 61. Yeah, it is. Love six, that. 61. 61. Yeah. Um, uh, you curl up in a fetal position next year. I think partner. a lot of people have your view on it, Kenny, and they lower the rating. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think uh, the majority of people are like my uncle and love this movie. Sure. And will quote it at you merciless, mercilessly at Thanksgiving. If you come to my house for Thanksgiving, that's well, definitely <laughs> happening. Trash and washing it. You cut open the turkey and then there's just a DVD copy. Miscusi! Miscusi! Instead of breaking it's the wishbone, you trip. break a copy of Euro Trip. And you're like, well, looks like I got the bigger half. I I don't know what to do now. I can't watch what it. Do I, do I make a wish on this broken half of Euro Trip? Why do we break our copy of Euro it. Trip? Uh, because like we have movie. it uh, digitally now. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> God bless 2020. Uh, available on movies anywhere. Uh, Wherever fine movies are sold. Uh, Chris, you're different than James and Aaron. What yeah. is your guess? I am. Very different. That's true. You're nicer? Yeah. More well-educated? I'm marrieder. So, more, yeah. yeah. More 19 married? straight years. Um, that's seriously. Father. Father. There we go. Father. Yeah, you are. More nice. chris mm Mm-hmm. <coughs> um, um, all of those things are... North Dakota where? Chris, what is your guess for uh, the audience score on Eurotrip, directed by Jeff Schaefer? Yeah, I'm going to go with... Oh, boy, this Reminder. is a tough choice. I'm going to... are non-existent. Oh, okay. Then I'm going to say 80%. 80%. I think that uh, general people, 400,000 people who bothered to log on to Rotten Tomatoes watch this movie... Liked it. You're like, you know what? It's a good watch. Is it? Yeah. Is it Joker? Is it going down in cinematic history? I mean, no. The Joker. But is, is it so much more twisted than this? Movie. Fun. It's grimdark. Yeah. yeah. It's grimdark. Yeah. It's cozy. It's cozy. I think we're. It's got David Hasselhoff. <laughs> it's got Matt Damon. Matt, Matt Damon. Damon. I think we're all under under undersold it. I really think it's higher than eighty. If I'm being real. I kind of think it's higher. How much money are you willing to put on that? Aaron? How much money are you For willing charity? to steal from cancer? Yeah. How much money? This is your chance to give back, Aaron. Aaron I didn't <laughs> take it. How much are you willing to put fifty dollars on it? What well, about five thousand dollars? I'm in between. Are you willing to put I'm in between paychecks. <laughs> I'm in between paychecks. So what? Well, I'll do it. So I'll do thirty dollars. Okay. What the hell? So, <laughs> I'm in debt. Here I'm, we go. Aaron's, uh, Aaron's going to put some actual cash on this. 
on the table. I don't have right cash. Now. 20, 20. I don't have cash. You're going to put $20 on it, is what you just said. 20 times I don't, I don't have cash. Saying. I have to run and get fast cash real quick. That's fine. Do we have to pause this podcast? Yeah. No, no. we don't. How much cash are you going to put on it? <laughs> I don't so have stop cash. Things cold. How much cash? I don't have cash, but I will donate $30, $30 to the American dollars. Cancer Society. If well, the $30 what? you sold? I didn't. <laughs> okay. You really are y'all, didn't are y'all steal trying to get me to say sixty? <laughs> so you're saying that uh, I will donate so if, thirty dollars so if, if we're all has, under. If you will donate if everyone has undervalued it. I feel like I'm getting tricked again because that makes me <laughs> seem like a jerk. If like, I'm only doing it if we go under. Okay. Do I just have to donate thirty dollars? Is that what you're trying to get? Yes. Me to do? I will donate thirty dollars then. Okay, well you're gonna owe sixty because <laughs> Chris Collins is uh, closest without going under. What? It's seventy five percent. Oh, that's one above yours, Aaron. So Aaron has to give sixty. I'm going to be giving thirty. Wait, what? No. no. Uh, any final thoughts before we pay ninety dollars to the American Cancer Society? I'd like to say that the American Cancer Society provides essential services to, for research yeah. and uh, uh, assistance to families who are struggling with mm-hmm. this terrible mm-hmm. disease. Are you trying to twist the dagger so I will donate the 60? <laughs> no, I just say ter- cancer is a terrible disease. Yeah, exactly. we, those who we, have we all it, agree we cancer is a, is a plague on this nation. I'm happy to give. I'm in between paychecks. As soon as that paycheck's hit, I'll hit hey, it. Hey, I'm between paychecks too, but you got to give when you can. And yeah. I'm rich and $30 isn't much matter. Matter to me, but I'm going to donate thirty dollars hey, as well. Thank you, Chris. Yeah. Wow, that's amazing. And James, of course, there's no one more kind or nice, yeah. so you're off the hook. Thank you never have to donate. You have an internship. I do have yeah. an internship yeah, that pays twelve fifty an hour. Hey, hey, really paid internship? That's a big deal. Yeah. It is. Yeah. That's great. Don't you know, know, get out of this. I was. Era. I went to Target today, <laughs> yeah. and there was a sign on the door that said, "Now hiring, starting pay thirteen dollars an hour." That's correct, but. It'll help me get my next job. There you go. Stepping stone. Which, I mean, honestly, it's a two-month internship. So hopefully my next UX uh, job, I'm aiming for 80K. Because that's that's what people pay UX designers in Austin. Uh, Speaking of 80K. That's uh, not unreasonable. Thank you. Thank you. As somebody who has spent their career in the tech world. Yeah. I have to be okay with that, even though it's an obscene amount of money. Anyway, that's been our episode of Shame Watch. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Any final thoughts? I do. I have a. I have. Well, no. I want to. I want you to hear your final thoughts on the movies, you guys. First. Well, cool. Let's go around, and then uh, I want to. Then I have something to say at the end. Oh. <laughs> I liked Chris's story and reason for liking this movie because it's same. It's uh, it's a nice touchstone on friendship and love. Thank Aaron? you. Uh, yeah, I, I think uh, for its place in 2004, it was generally genuinely funny. Uh, I was 10. Um, this wasn't my pre-porn film. Um, it was mine. But uh, saw some boobs. It, it, boobs, yeah, no. boobs. Um, but uh, I I thought it was funny. I chuckled at it. I laughed at it. Um, there uh, in 2020 it did not age well, but I still think um, it's a great chuckle, great laugh. Your story to it is beyond charming uh it's delightful uh i think that i'm probably gonna give it i'll give it a three three and a, three out of five I, I would definitely um introduce this to people if someone's like yeah i haven't seen your trip like yeah you should watch it like i really think you should like give it a crack um it's uh it's funny um it's fun it's uh it, it's so quotable and i think i'm just a huge sucker for quotable films 
Like, like, just uh, oh just, yeah, m- so many quotes. Yeah, Miscuzi, Miscuzi. <laughs> that's just such a such a funny bit, and I think that's why it kind of sticks with me more so than than a lot of the other films that we've done. But I really think that the quotability of it is it's what throws it over in, in its peak. But yeah, that's me. That's Aaron. I'm Aaron. I'm James. <laughs> I'm Kenny. Uh, what I do like about this movie is that you got to see some penises. <laughs> Uh, sure. Not a lot of films do that. Yeah, that's sure. true. That's Most true. sex comedies just like uh, lady nipples, yeah. constantly yeah. just lady nipples all over. But the this place. has a whole sea of penises. Yeah, which more <laughs> more movies need to have more penises. Yeah. we got it. We got to demystify the penis. Shame Watch's twenty twenty campaign. Yeah, this is Shame Watch's hill that we're going to die on. Yeah, we're creating is, a we, third hill. Yeah, right? in Bowling Green, Ohio, it's the penis hill. We're going to call it the bulge. Bulge, 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 bulge. Bulge, bulge. Chris, what are your thoughts? Please don't hate me. <laughs> I, this, I need it'd you be, to like me. It would be impossible to hate you. Kevin Fuck Madison. you, Chris. <laughs> Get off the show, dude. You fucking dumped on. <laughs> this is going to be a nightmare. Damn. <laughs> I'm going to tell your mother about this. <laughs> no. Please like me. Um, my mom loves you. Well, and I love her. Well, okay. <laughs> All right. Um, so I wanted to see. I wanted to say uh, one scene that we haven't talked about is robot fighting. Oh my god, that was my favorite scene. <laughs> it is the best scene, and it is so delightfully yeah, yeah, dumb. Yeah, I hated it. <laughs> <laughs> it was so long. It was, oh god, the was, robot fighting was the best part. <laughs> Like when and I then, thought like, it was the gonna robot <laughs> accent in French, like oh my god, that was. When I thought it was gonna end, it went for another forty-five <laughs> seconds. It was. I think it's. And then they had the Buddhist yeah. monk playing his yeah. uh, dulcimer, whatever. Is that why you didn't like it, Kenny? Was the monk? Oh, I hated everything. And then they brought in the monk, and I'm like, oh, cool. The first person of color is fitting into a stereotype at a kung fu scene. <laughs> great, wonderful. The first time that we see any person of color. Oh, uh. great! They're going to contribute the soundtrack to all. <laughs> Karate fight scene, and that's been our episode of Shame wait, Watch. Wait, 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 Chris had more. To I'm add. not done. All right, uh, I want to say that uh, to you, Kenny, Uh-oh. in particular. Oh no, I'm sorry. That you <laughs> this. Oh, Chris, there's and uh, you know, <laughs> that's the opposite of our show. <laughs> it is uh, all of our guests just keep apologizing to me because <laughs> no! I'm frequently the crankiest person. <laughs> No, okay. no, I no clearly, cats. clearly, this uh, this touched on your sensibilities, and for that, you know, I'm sorry, but I still very much like this movie. But you bring up a really interesting point, um, and that is, can you watch uh, movies of different era through the m- moral lenses of different eras, right? And that that is a conversation worth exploring outside of this room for uh, that matter. And, uh, it's an example that I thought of recently. I, I don't think it's a movie that holds up, but I think it is important in terms of film history, specifically independent film history is clerks. The, the movie, clerks, oh, yeah. which doesn't hold up, but at the same time, it's such a watershed moment of that time. Basically a proto Apatow film an Apatow film before Apatow was able to codify that formula mm. into, uh, man children talking about, uh, pop culture and getting ladies it had never existed before and this was a real blue collar filmmaker who was just making it just by the seat of his pants just because he was working with whatever he had but it doesn't hold up but also like it's good for its time 
Yeah. I wasn't even supposed to be here today. That's a good movie. Side note, I actually interviewed Kevin Smith a few years ago. What? What's up, man? Yeah, at, uh, at Fantastic Fest. Uh, it was for the movie uh, Tusk with Justin oh. Long. Oh. And um, he had he was so like hot and sweaty. He had like a little fan fanning on him. But this was before I think he, he had, had a heart, heart attack. attack. And lost so, a bunch of weight. Right. So but. good for him for like, you know, being healthy and, you know. Was the interview that you had like two hours long with him? Uh, no, you, it was it was really brief. You were like, "Hey, how's it going?" He was like, "I f-ed my wife the other day," and then just went on forty five minutes. I think I story. asked him. I don't remember exactly, but I remember asking. That took a hard left turn. <laughs> it's yeah. what he does. It's what he does. If you've ever watched one of his Q and A's, someone will just ask like a short question of going, "What was your inspiration behind uh, writing Chasing Amy?" And he'll just go on this hour long diatribe that will often involve being horny for something. Uh, no, oh, I don't remember. Kevin. I remember asking him like what animal he would change into because the movie was about Justin Long essentially turning into a walrus. Um, I don't remember exactly what he said, but it was definitely an interesting interview. Side well, note. Yeah, how do you get cooler and cooler? I just am. Fuck, that's so cool. Uh, Aaron, say your thing. Justin Long's an accepted. That's your that's your catchphrase <laughs> for the episode. He's also small. It's a weird catchphrase. Huh? He's also small. He's petite. Wait, Kevin or Justin? Justin. Yeah, he's like five four. Justin Long, we're only Justin Short. Hey, hey. that's your dream accepted. Great pod. <clears throat> genuine film for genuine people. <laughs> Euro, Euro trip. trip. Buy it today wherever fine films are sold. Aaron, do your thing. I didn't park my podcast here. Oh, uh, I have one. Go for it. <coughs> Man, I was really hoping to do some uh, crazy European podcasting. Ah, uh, that's good, too. I, uh, Chris, do you have one? This podcast is founded by prudes. <laughs> <laughs> I have one. Go for it. Potty does it. Cast. Potty <laughs> does it. Cast. Potty does, does it. Cast. <laughs> Every Sunday. <laughs> and that's another episode of Shame Watch. Hey. Yep. Oh. Let's, Let's go. go. Hey, ho, oh. let's go. Thank you to Denise Hudson for our rockin' theme song. And to James Garcia for our artwork. Let's do it little <laughs> and to Olivia Suarez for our social media and side commentary. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to Shame Watch on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever podcasts are found. With pods wide open. With pods wide open. <laughs> do you have suggestions? Questions, comments, or general tomfoolery you want to contribute to the pod, send it our way. Visit us on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook at ShameWatchPod so we can talk with you. I love you. I love you so much. Uh, finally, you can contribute to our Patreon at patreon.com slash shamewatch. It does cost money to put out superb content like this pod. So even a $1 donation can make a huge difference. And now I'm going to uh, speak aloud our patrons. Kenny Madison. Aaron Osalinas. Of Austin, Texas. Both Gene of them Fight. are from Austin, Texas. Of Bowling Green, Ohio. Alan Smith. Of Austin, Texas. Bradley McPherson. Of Tulsa. Okay. Jennifer Seinberg. Of Austin, Texas. Horatio. Heraclio Gonzalez Jr. Of Austin, Texas. Uh, Ian Keegan. Of Gillette. It should be right next to it. Gillette, Wyoming. It's South Dakota. It's Gillette, Wyoming. Gillette, Wyoming. It still says South Dakota. No, I changed. Gillette is in Gillette is in Wyoming. There we go. Thank Gillette, Wyoming. My parents live in Wyoming. Oh yeah, look at that. You're just wait. So that's and then I went to college in South Dakota. 
So I know all of that up there. Up in the northern middle? That's... <laughs> I don't get... Until America. next time, our watch has now ended. Dive at your own risk. Do you have a button? <laughs> That's it. That's <laughs> it. <laughs>